Welcome to How Have You Not Seen This, a special bonus episode from us at The Decision Reel. Here we dive into popular movies that you have somehow missed. This week we have Randy and Sean from Review It Yourself. Guys, I gotta ask you, how have you not seen Lethal Weapon? Sean, you go first. Genuinely don't know. I just asked my dad. I said, Dad, have you seen Lethal Weapon? Oh yeah, I'm the series. Oh yeah, yeah. TV series. <laughs> I've That's funny. never seen any of these. I don't know how I missed this. Oh, it passed me by. It did pass you by, well, or it was before your time, possibly, because this these movies are relatively older. Now, all these movies that we have looked at so far on our series here at How Have You Not Seen This have been older because they've been like giant hits that, how have you not seen, like Jaws, Star Wars, we just did the thing for Halloween. Like, this is another one of those type movies that was pretty big in the 80s and 90s, and it's even, how would I say, uh, comparable to Die Hard, which... You haven't yeah. seen Die Hard. How could you have not seen Lethal Weapon? Out? Die Hard, I believe, was '88, so the year oh, after this. Well, was yes. Cheap. Did you guys notice anything about the music in Lethal Weapon? It's exactly the same as Die Hard. We might get into that a little bit later. Uh, mm. Yeah. Do you? Okay, I'll, I'll stay. Is it like exact? Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But before, I fucking love this movie. Okay. By the way. All right. Go for this it. This movie is fucking fantastic. Fantastic. Fuck. Well, first it started off with titties jumping off a building. Cocaine titties. Cocaine titties yep. jumping off a building. Right. Cool. I'm in. Dope. Sold. Yeah. Five, first, first, first two minutes, yeah. you're like, everything good. I want. That's all I needed. Just a little, <laughs> let's fly. We're gone. Yeah. And she landed on the car differently than she was laying. I will it bothered s- me. Yeah, I'm going to say, the, the sure. I, I have two gripes in this movie. The first one is, she would have been fucked up. Yeah. Not like, oh. It's not just cross leg, arm here. And it's not like this movie's not rated R, so they could have, like, hey, her head's twisted around and she's yeah. bleeding everywhere and her guts are poking out because the fucking side of the car went through her or some shit. Give me some of that. If Probably you're going to give me titties and cocaine, you can give me a little <laughs> bit of blood. Because is there any blood in this movie? Uh, there's quite a bit later on. Can I translate for the non-American slash Canadian viewers? Yes, Basically, please. the film starts, she's coked up, baps out the it's cracking. It's really, really good. I don't know if my I don't know if you guys understood a word of that. Coked out, I heard. Oh, coke, well, she's coked up coked and her up. baps are out. Baps are out. Is that slang in titties? Oh. Yes, yeah. From titas. Tatas. Oh, mm. I'm, just, I'm trying to process it because I like it. You're going to forget I'll, it. Yeah, well, I'm trying to keep it in my memory, but it's it's already gone. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, before we get super yes, deep yes, into yes, this, yes. I do want to say if anybody who enjoys listening or watching us uh, want to continue listening or watching us, can you please take 10 seconds out of your day and share one of our social media posts or give us a review on Apple Podcasts, come on our YouTube channel, maybe subscribe and mm-hmm. like one of these videos that we got, maybe comment and say, hey, you guys are doing really bad. This is why. Yeah. You guys fucking suck. Stop doing it. Or you like us and you're going to be like... These, these guys are pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not bad. They're and then you're going to find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. At The Decision Reel. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Pretty much everywhere. Wherever or yeah. www.thedecisionreel.com. Where? You can find us there, where there is merch available. You can buy t-shirts there and support us that way. If you want. Anyways. We'll have new ones soon. We will have new ones soon. 
Anyways, our special guest with us this week is Sean from the Review It Yourself podcast. Sean, if you will, could you please give us a little spiel about yourself and your podcast? I'll give it a go. Uh, I'm Sean from the Review It Yourself podcast. I do a podcast where I talk to lots of different uh, film podcasters, other podcasters. Basically, we go through uh, your favorite films. Well, not your favorite films, that's a lie. Go through films that's I want to do. Um, we do the odd documentary. And uh, we do a Defend Itself series where you can come on and defend that one film we've all got within us that we absolutely love. Everybody else say, are you, are you off your head? What What do you mean? That's an awful, awful film. And we've also got our first video podcast coming up uh, where I venture out into the countryside of England to oh, show you some more battlefields. So that's keep an eye out for that coming up recently. Yeah, that sounds really cool, actually. I'm... Uh... I'm looking forward to that. Do you have a, a release date on that, or is that just kind of like, a, hey, we're doing this and it's going to come out when we're done? It's it's done. It's done, and it's gone out to a couple of friends to basically tell me what I think. Uh, it's I've had a bit of feedback. There's not as much of my personality in it as usual because it's obviously historical. But hmm. we'll see how that 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 selling it well, of course. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, it'll be out soon. I've got like eight episodes to edit, and I've got a lot to do, so I don't know at this point. Well, good luck with all that, and uh, looking forward to it once it comes out, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, if anybody wants yeah. to, you can find him on, well, you're on pretty much every other podcasting network, uh, I believe, and you can find him on Twitter. Uh, do you have an Instagram? Yeah, you got an Instagram, uh, too, yep. and review yeah, yeah. yourself mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, so find Sean over there and like and favorite his shit, because his shit is the bomb. You know what also is much. the bomb? Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> if we yes, were sponsored... Yeah. We would be sponsored by all our Arnie Table is fucking full of them right now. We got a plethora of Arnie's ready to go here. Uh, we've also got Sean making his own, brewing it in his own domicile. Do you over guys there. have uh, deep eddies over there? Never heard of it. What What is a deep eddy? It's, I'm, it's I'm a, over here and I don't know. It's a like a lemonade liquor. You put a it in the tea and you can make liquor. your own. Like, yeah. I'll tell you what we do have though. We do have um, Dandelion and Burdock that's alcoholic. Is, that, that's oh, really nice. Stupid, that sounds kind of cool too. It really is. Anyways, getting to the movie at hand, we are talking about Lethal Weapon, the first Lethal Weapon movie. Uh, where to watch this movie right now in the United States, because uh, that's where we're based and we don't look at any other place where you can fucking stream stuff because every country's different. But in the United States, if you I'm have glad a sub- you wanted to re. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a subscription, uh, there's nowhere to watch this without a premium subscription. So you have to be subscribed to something else to watch it on something else. Uh, but if you want to rent it, it's available on YouTube, Vudu, Google Play, Apple TV, Philo, Sling TV, Redbox, and Amazon. Or if you have Steve's Plex login. Or if you have do that. Do it that way. Right. Uh, I will, this is going to be my only plug for Plex. It's the best thing I've found in a long time. It's an app that you can put on anything, smart TV, smartphone, computer, whatnot, and watch your own personal library of files that you have on your computer. Pretty dope. It is pretty dope. And it files everything for you, puts posters on everything, fills out everything by itself. It's, uh, and it's free. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Amazing. It's kind of fucked up because it put the Rotten Tomatoes on there. I fucking saw it. Yeah, well, that's the oh, only That's a lot problem. of rubbish. Yeah. It's a lot of absolute rubbish. Rubbish. I like it because, it, you know, it's funny because we, we've been doing this show here now for a while and we've definitely saw that the Roddy T score uh, does not correlate well to a movie. Uh, this obviously, one this one definitely did, but there's been some times where I'm looking at it and I'm like, what is that number? Yeah. Because this movie's great. Mm-hmm. 30? Get out of here. Yep. 
and that, oh, it's certified fresh, the newest rock movie, the Black Adam, fucking 95 or whatever percent it is. Uh, yeah, no, that movie's trash. Have you seen it? Money, money, trash. money, money. It's not relevant. I'm just saying. It could be relevant because he's making money. He's I meant Rotten Tomatoes. I was, I was parking for it that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Lethal Weapon, though, what it's about, two newly paired cops who are complete opposites must put aside their differences in order to catch a gang of drug smugglers. Yeah. Isn't it kind of crazy? I feel like they actually did coke like that. Like cops. They were doing like a sting back in the day. Like in the 80s. Mean, just like, <sighs> yeah, we got to catch these guys just, because... Just fucking did it. Right. I did like the how, yeah, the sting in the beginning you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I really like that scene. Like it sets up Mel Gibson perfectly in this movie like he is fucking crazy he is oh, ready to die right right that was funny and they're like whoa 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 whoa, guy he's like i got five six seven we're gonna count it out oh, how about i take it off your hands for free <laughs> That's yeah awesome. and i, I have I, to suspend your disbelief of course to see mal gibson as potentially crazy <laughs> yeah if i had a badoom I would put it in there because that's funny but i mean back in the 80s though mel gibson is a, is a big movie star and he's not crazy Obviously, we now know uh, what had happened in the ensuing years, and he what? is crazy. I don't know. Oh, well, don't look up anything. What? Why? You might not like Mel Gibson. Oh. I mean, I don't give a shit. I'm going to look it up. All right, whatever. This movie is written by Shane Black. He's also written... Roten? Wrote? Also wrote... <laughs> Look, Rot, yeah. he's also written. I don't know how to. Or he also wrote. I don't know. Is it only one? Is, is it one or plural? Well, he's written a lot of other movies. Okay, there you go. Okay, so he's also written The Lost Boy Scout, Last Action Hero, which is my personal favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh, Iron Man Three. You should. Hang on, hang on. It's your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Personal favorite. It's not oh, okay, the best. No, it's no, not no, his hey, best it's, movie. Uh, it's just my personal movie that like. If it's on TV or I come across it, I know it's on Netflix right now in America. Uh, it's just one of those like, fuck, that movie's so good and so ahead of its time when it came out. And just so like, people didn't appreciate it for what it was trying to be at that time. And watching it in today's eyes, you're like, holy shit, this is doing stuff that movies try to do now and just fail to do. To be fair, I love The Sixth Day, and that gets absolutely hammered. So Hold, oh, Let's bring it back. I fucking love that movie too. That's the one where he gets cloned, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that movie's really good, and it's is it behind his ear? No, it's the uh, it's no, the eyeball. No, it's, it's, it's the it's eyeball. Under your eye. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You got the different dots. How many times you've been cloned? Yeah. That movie, yeah, is really good. If you haven't seen that, The Sixth Day with Arnie, it's it's uh, it's kind of stupid, but it's good. It's Arnold. Yeah, collateral damage as well. You is love it him. Appreciate so you who wouldn't? Who doesn't like Arnold? Get down! What care. are you doing? I don't care for him. Wait, I don't like. I don't hate him, but I don't just like his. Whatever. Have you seen True Lies? No. That's going to be the next. How have you not seen this episode? Whoa, yeah. Because True is. Lies is one of the best '90s movies ever made. James Cameron. James Cameron wrote and directed it. You got uh, not Bill, not Bill Pullman. Uh, for whom am I thinking of? Bill uh, Nye. Bill Nye, the science guy. No, the the sleazy uh, car salesman. Bill Paxton, that's what I'm talking about. Bill Paxton, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Elijah Dusku is their daughter in it. it yeah, dude. What name is that? Have you seen Bring It On? Yeah. Okay, the girl with like the, she almost has dreads, but she doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the best 
chase sequences ever in that movie happen. You know what I'm talking about with the horse. Uh, really good movie. Also, it's a trope movie because you're coming into that movie going, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger, big action star. This is going to be a big action movie because it's over the top. It's James Cameron who just came off directing him in you know Terminator 2. Please tell me you've seen Terminator 2. No. Okay, we're going to bring it back. How have you not seen this? Terminator 2 will be next. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The um, only one I've seen is the one where uh, she dies or falls into the fire. You know what I'm talking about? Am I not even thinking of Terminator? Somebody falls in. Well, we, we should ask Sean because they just did a huge... Uh, you guys have been doing all the Terminator movies over there, have you not, with uh, Bill, right? Uh, no, not with Bill. Um, I, um, I reviewed... Terminator 3 with Karloff and Movie Loot. I've just done Terminator Genesis with somebody else. I've done oh, too many just... podcasts. I can't remember I, who I did that with. I don't even Christ. know what I did yesterday. Yeah. No, I got you. Uh, I've just been seeing you guys been doing a lot of Terminator stuff over there. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying there's a movie in which she falls into the fire. Are you thinking of Alien 3? I don't know what I'm thinking of anymore. Is he Honestly, thinking of the end of Terminator 2? With, with him falling in the, the fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew with somebody... the thumbs up? Somebody fell into the fucking fire. With the I thumbs up? I don't know. I just know fire. But fire and, and hot stuff are completely different. If you're falling into flames, that's different than falling into burning magma or, like, melted metal. Molten, st- molten steel. Yeah. Molten steel. Well, thanks. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that used to make it. <laughs> Uh, Shane Black has also directed the the Predator movie that came out in 2018. He wrote directed that. He's also oh, dear God. starred in the original Predator movie. Please tell me you've seen the original Predator. No. Oh my God, who are you? <laughs> Can you write these down? Isn't so it remember? crazy how I got into this fucking podcast? You're on a movie podcast. I have seen shit. <sighs> okay. So, uh, this was directed by Richard Donner, who's also directed the original Superman movies, mm-hmm. The Goonies. Mm-hmm. You've seen The Goonies. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Scrooged, uh, and most recently, 16 Blocks. It's <laughs> a fucking attitude. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me rein myself if you're back my, in here. If you're my co-host, you'd be saying a lot more shit right now, because that's disgraceful. <laughs> disgraceful. You'd be getting slapped around over there by Sean. Probably. Good thing we're 16 hours away. Like I don't know. Maybe. Oh, maybe that's right. Well, it's eight hours to get from here to, like, Paris. So I would assume from that, well, maybe not 16. Do, do you know geography? Well, I was watching something the other day on the news, or like a news something, and it was literally deceded to Paris. was like eight, eight hours on a flight. Yeah, it depends if you're going with the rotation of the earth or uh, if you know what I mean. Right, with the uh, the headwinds. How far are you from Paris? He doesn't know. Uh, why would he know? Uh, I don't know. Why, why I was would in he France not long ago. Um, oh, never mind. He would. Yeah. I plan. Oh, God. An hour. Oh. All right. So he's, he's 10 hours. Ass. He's 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. 10 hours there. Getting a bit back. All right. Of Carolina, of course. Where I'm what a guy known as geography. We don't over here. No. I know. Yeah, well, you're America. You learn your own and then it's like the rest of the world just doesn't exist. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Australia yeah. exists for me, at least. Because no, it's down under. But... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Lethal Weapon is starring Mel Gibson as Martin Riggs, Danny Glover as Roger Murtaugh, Gary Busey as Joshua, which is the worst fucking name, but also the best name for a villain. Joshua. Joshua. Right. Oh, it's fucking Josh. Oh, no, not Josh. It's fucking Joshua. Like, 
What an evil doer. <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> we also got Mitchell Ryan as the general. Those are the main characters there. Obviously, there's more people in the movie, but they're not worth it. Joshua sounds like he's going to make me like a Subway sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Like, like oh, no. Don't put mayonnaise on there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole tube is now on it. Enjoy your fucking sandwich. I would be mad. You would be like a year ago. Yeah. This man never but had now. mayo before. This shit is fucking May- Mayonnaise amazing. before a year ago. Look, mayonnaise. Look. Mayonnaise. You, do you guys have mayo over there, right? Yes, okay, yes, we do. I'm just, I don't know your culture. I love, sorry. Do you know what? I love, I love the first get from like Americans, Canadians. They ask us things like, "You've got like Bill said, you've got cows over there." Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's a we cow? are, Bill? <laughs> what's a cow? That's it's like, yeah, our steaks made out of wheat. What do you think? Come on. What? What do you think? Oh Jesus Christ! So, Lethal Weapon is rated R. And because it's a, one of those deep 80 movies, 80s movie, there's no real reason for the rating. It just says, it's, it's, it's R. Well, today's cocaine. Obviously, while watching the movie, we understand why it's rated R, mm-hmm. but there is no general synopsis for why it's rated R on anything. Like, if you had the DVD, or sorry, VHS, maybe Laserdisc, I don't know, back in the day, on the back, it would just say R. Doesn't say for gratuitous nudity. Yeah, like and now cocaine. it has like R, and then underneath of it it has Y. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then it was just like next to it actually R. Yeah. Don't watch it R. Mm. Wait, watch it. Titties, cocaine in the first two minutes. Watching it. Watch it. Fucking sold. That's all I need. Yeah. All I need. You know what's funny is we watched um, a movie that has a similar haircut in it with They Live, and it's funny that the bookends of those movies are titties. Think of the end of They Live. The chick's riding that alien at the end with her titties out for no reason. Mm-hmm. That scene's not there, and that's the end of the movie. This mm-hmm. movie, you got titties to open. Yeah. And Do you guys like it, to know what was on the VHS box? Oh, it doesn't have anything. It just says R. It just says 18, suitable only for persons of 18 years and over. Not to be supplied to anybody. That's disappointing. Yeah. Now, again, different countries will have different ratings for different movies like in in canada the uk whatnot a lot of movies that are rated r here will be like pg-13 because certain things are easier to get by the ratings or or just in general uh americans are like hey we can show a kid getting ripped apart by an uzi pg-13 titties r in canada it's like you know you can have two girls making out licking each other's titties pg-13 but you show somebody get shot without blood r that's what's wrong with Canada. No, that's what's wrong with America. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, bro. Titties are, are real. Everybody has nipples, right? I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Right? <laughs> so my thing is, if if we're trying to take away the titties from media, even though sex sells, but not too much sex, right? Every kid has seen a pair of titties. Think about it. No, I'm sure. Well, if they're, if they're being milked by their mother... Or they're milking. No, 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 they don't get if milked. the kid is I old know, enough to remember the titties of their mom, something is wrong. Some people something, breastfeed something their mo- their kids for a long time. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird. Right, but what I'm saying is, what are you looking at? The camera. Okay, just in case. Just in case anyone's watching. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird, bro. Anyways, I don't know how we're getting on titties here. <laughs> Runtime of Lethal Weapon is 112 minutes. I think. Perfect. It doesn't need to be any longer or any shorter. 
I wouldn't take anything out of this movie. I wouldn't add anything to this movie. I think this movie stands uh, pretty well alone by itself. The only part I thought that was long was when he went to the desert and they were coming towards him. That part was a little long. I was like, look, you got look. They paid for that helicopter for the day. Okay, they're gonna get their money's worth, right? We want this guy's like, look, what do you want me to do? I'm expert. Helicopter flyer, you paid for the best, you're going to get the best. And the best. loop around? Why do you do a loop around? Because he's like, you paid for the best, you're going to get the best. <laughs> what do you want to see? I got tricks, bro. I got tricks. You you ever seen a helicopter fucking fishtail into a fucking landing? I'm doing it. <laughs> you're about to find you out. You want to see me land on a moving car? Right. I'm doing it. You want to yeah, see yeah. me? It's the, it's it's the just 80s. Touch. They don't need reasons to do things. They, they just... I was one of her. Like, grow a pair of balls and... Not literally, figuratively, well, and did, turn man. the car into into the, like the skids of the helicopter because that helicopter would just smash the fucking pieces. It yeah, ain't gone. It's funny, right? Yeah, like I all I remember watching this for the first time. I don't know. I, I I remember what I was thinking when I watched it for the first time, and I always thought that the helicopter was trying to like hook the sunroof. That's what I thought too. Right, and then like do something like pick her up. Yeah. So like, oh, like, we got her. Doing? We got her. But I was like, couldn't she have just turned left? She could have just hit the brakes. Or hit the yeah. brakes. Or just fucking went. Right. She I understand turn. she's in distress and she's an 80s no, woman. Like, get away. she's supposed to be? Uh, I mean, so you got to think. So if Murtaugh's turning to drive, 50. It's, weird. it's if you have different ages there, don't you? So I, don't she would, to... I would think she would be between the ages of 15 and 18. That's my thought. Uh, she was probably 18. In those I, ages, I, right? I'm almost. Well, she was giving fucking Mel Gibson the old. So she had to have been at least a little old for him to be like, yeah, knock it off. Yeah, you know? he also said that alcohol was legal, and it was fine for her to drink it. He's a cop. So then it would have been 21. In the 80s, it was 21. Was it? Yeah, it's always been 21. It's not always been 21. In the 80s. <laughs> 18. Yeah, in Canada, it's 19, so. Weird age. I love how in America, you're old enough to vote and die for your country in the army, but you can't drink legally. Oh, that's what it was. What? Back in the day, when if you were in the military, you can get it at 18, I think. I might be coming up with shit. I don't know. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to Google it. He's trying How to Google it. How old do you have to be? To drink? In, in the, the 80s. 80s. I don't know. 80s. <laughs> they didn't care. They were going all keyed up on cocaine. Okay, I got it. I just figured out the whole thing with the, the oh, helicopter. the repel. Repeal. The repeal. <laughs> the repel. Who are you, me? <laughs> Prohibition. <laughs> uh, you gotta be it was like 60s, yeah. 1980. 50s. 80? Oh, that's when they changed it? 1980. Yep. They changed it from 18 to 21? Whenever the prohibition stopped. I don't okay, know. I don't sure. know history. Anyways, what I was saying was I figured out the whole helicopter scene, right? Okay. Cocaine. Mm-hmm. Everybody on that set was like, what are we doing with this helicopter? They went, <laughs> hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I got an idea. Do a fucking circle. <laughs> Just fucking pick up the goddamn <laughs> helicopter with, like, do something with it. And they tried, and then that's what you got. Hmm. Especially the fight scene at the end, I felt like, was just a coke-fueled rage of, what are you going to do? I don't that know, just fucking shots! That. Shots! No, it's stupid, but brilliant at the same time. Well, you got to think, too, like, in that point in time with movies, you're not getting perfect fight scenes that are choreographed by fucking people who yeah. have, like, martial arts backgrounds for years. You're not getting all these beautiful scenes. You got one dude going, all right, we got 20 minutes. The rain's stopping or whatever we got, you know, the, the hydrant's going for only 20 minutes. Let's make this count. All right, let's just wrestle around. <laughs> grab my dick. No, we grab his dick. Like, that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> it was fucking funny. 
I thought it was a good fight scene. It was good for sure, but yeah. it felt it didn't feel movie esque only because of well, you've seen every fucking Fast Fury, Fast and Furious movie. Good fight I haven't scene. seen a single one. Good and for I'm you. Proud of that fact. I would cake that to your grave. Don't watch anyone. Maybe watch. I, I love the fact the you could this fight in, in a film now, because people would just be stood there with the camera phones, like, uh, why can't just phones? They've all got cameras now. Just look at this. Isn't this disgraceful? He's supposed to be a cop. Wait, it's funny too, right? Like all those cops show up and they're just watching this happen. Like they're yeah. just like, yeah. all right, he killed two cops. Like all right, let it happen. But no one goes. Um, how do we? How do we make the report for this? Like, uh, what do we, what do we, what, what the fuck are we doing here? What if he shoots this guy? What if he kills our cop? Like, also, if you're the guy fighting him, what's your angle here? You ain't escaping. I know you're fucked. Right. Regardless. So are you going? All right, fuck it. I'm gonna beat this guy up because I'm Maybe done. Maybe if I win, I'm 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 good. They're not gonna. <laughs> if I win, me they go. Oh, hey! <laughs> you win the you're you win the match, good, dude. Fucking Behind beat it. Big belt. <laughs> Good for you. Get the fuck out of here. We'll give you a head start. All right, go. They got a pass this time. Right. Don't like, let it happen again. Again, that's just a keyed up fucking dude trying to direct this movie like, fuck it, it don't matter. Fight. Do it. <laughs> right. It works. Kill him. Right. I liked it. Just, Obviously, you, and it's Gary Busey too, which just makes it that much better. They're just like, I don't Get know, that I don't shit care. off my lawn. <laughs> Get too old for this shit. This was released. Somebody on, shoot this prick. <laughs> no, you could. This was released on March sixth, nineteen eighty seven. Late eighties. Feel like this. I didn't even know it was the eighties until opening scene. Yeah. Well, eighties. You ever thought that had? You're right. As soon as this movie starts, you're just like, like fucking eighties. The saxophone comes on, and you're like, ooh, eighties. Yeah. Eighties. The the it's music. It's like a super Cagney and Lacey often is. It really is. I I really wish. So the second movie still has sort of a soundtrack right like this, but then it gets to the later 90s, and of course it turns into what every 90s fucking movie turns into with music. But I just, I'm a sucker for saxophone, man. So anytime, Dude. like, somebody's... Me and Tiffany were talking about that the other day because she sent me this band um, like to listen Shredders. to. Uh, no, no. Uh, Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was playing, and I was like, oh, that fucking saxophone. She was like, oh, no, me and Steve just talked about that. It, the funny thing about that band is it's not throughout the whole song. No. It just randomly comes in. I and you're know. Like, oh. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And they do it because it goes away, and you're like, well, I want it back. But they know they got you, right? Yep. So they just give you a little bit yeah. just to want more. Sax uh, is great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sax. I'm a sax man. Yeah. Fucking play something, sax man. All right. Fucking sexy. Budget time. We're going to guess what we think this movie costs to make with all those mountains of cocaine. Helicopter. There's a helicopter. They used the cocaine to fund the movie? Probably. Uh. <laughs> or they had to pay to get all that cocaine to make the movie, so you might have to throw the amount of money uh, they would have to pay for all that cocaine into your, your, your guess. Question. After that, all the talcum powder companies were like, get in. <laughs> the talcum powder. Yes, Randy, you have a question. When they're snorting cocaine on set, what do you think it is? Uh, so it, it, I, I read this before... Uh, there's a movie called Lord of War, and there's a lot of scenes in where Jared Leto Nicholas is Cage. snorting fucking cocaine. Yes, Nicolas Cage as well. There's a part where he makes Ukraine, the city of Ukraine, on a table out of cocaine and snorts it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, a country. Yes, it is. Thank you. Um, it, it's like a, a herbal kind of like thing they use for like like vitamin B and shit. That's all it is. Oh, so it's good for them. Yeah. That's good. They get their vitamins. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> it could be cocaine. Too. I mean, who who's gonna know, right? Hey, look, we're going for authenticity in this movie. All right, you either want to play this part or you don't. So, cocaine is gonna be snorted. Snort the coke and get the fuck out. <laughs> right. Hit the bricks or snort the coke. <laughs> Hit the literal bricks. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so what do we think? I'm going to I'm gonna go Randy first. What do we think it costs mm-hmm. to make this this uh, movie Lethal Weapon in 1985 or 6? Because, you know, that's they always make movies before they release, obviously. 64. $64 million yep. to make Lethal Final Weapon. Answer. Final answer. Okay, Sean, what do you think? What did you go for? Uh he said, he said $64 million. Mm, I'm going to go a little bit high. I'm going to go $84 million. $84 million. $64? 84. 84. 84. 84. You guys are way off. Oh, there's more. Cost $15 million. That's fucking it. They got a helicopter, bro. Is that it? Helicopter? They didn't buy it. They rented it. For two days, probably. The one Sorry. scene where the guy shows up. I'm doing the conversion. I'm seeing who's closer. All right. Do you know what? Do you know what though? That uh, be you, obviously. Um, this is the thing though. This shows you what you can do with the film. But you know, it's not a little amount of money. If someone gave you it was fifteen million, we'd take it and run. Right. But, uh, right. In terms of filmmaking, it's it's quite small. Look what they can do. I was going to mention this earlier, but you know, all the practical because you know, I don't think there was much CGI around this time. So they just it's all for real. I I loved it. It's a great kind of film. Yeah, there, there's a lot of movies that are cult classics or classic movies or great movies that had a shoestring budget. And if they were given more money, they might not be good movies because they had to make do with what they had to actually, you know, make iconic scenes for these movies. Like, look at the original Halloween movie. That movie is, you know, regarded as one of the best, you know, horror movies of all time. That was made for like $250,000, not even. That's it? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Blair Witch was the Blair same. Blair Witch, too. Yeah, oh, exactly. Dark Soldiers was the same. Mm-hmm. Wasn't... Is it forces you to be creative, doesn't it? Right, exactly. forces you to... Oh, I can see your eyes. This uh, time, Randy had glasses on all the time last time. Right. Well, even so, we, <laughs> Sorry, we, we talked about Jaws in one of our episodes of where, you know, the sharks, they paid a lot of money to get them to work, and they, they didn't work. So instead of paying more mm-hmm. money to get new ones or remake them or fix them or do whatever, they made a movie where you barely see the shark and it's a better movie. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 same thing with the original alien movie. You don't see that alien that much. It's in your subconscious of what's going on and what's, you know, haunting them or what's in the shadows. Uh, To me, everybody's different. So what, you know, they're afraid of is completely different. So a movie that doesn't show you what's there for most of the runtime, you're going to come up with it and scare yourself more than the movie is going to scare you. You, you. you like what I did there? That was a lot. Very nice. Was it too much for you? You're, I don't know. You, you're on the, the brain on stuff brain today. Right yeah, he's Focus on alpha brain. hard as fuck. Obviously I still, not. I know. No. I don't think anything works for me. Like energy drinks. You have ADHD is what pre- the problem is. I don't think so. I might. If you can't no. focus on something very long, you have ADHD. I don't I mean you were just buying shit. I can focus on things. Can you? Yeah. What did I just say? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, box office. What do we think this movie made in its entire theatrical run worldwide? Randy first. This is what I meant by 64 million. Yeah. <clears throat> I 
got you saying up. that? Yep, that's got to Are you trying to cover your, your tracks Don't there? worry about it. It's $64 million. $64 million yep. you're going with. Final answer. Nope, 102. 102. 102. <laughs> I just said final answer just because you, you, you no, bring it to like the that. same. No, I didn't okay. like that. I didn't like yep. 102. All right. Okay. Sean, what do you think this movie made overall in its entire box office run in theaters? 155 million. 155. I like that. Uh, anytime somebody says 55, my brain goes to Sammy Hagar. 55. You know that song? No. You don't know that song? No. Well, I'm surprised you, you know what song and I don't. Look, I know music up until about 2004. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Mm. I listened to music, and then I stopped listening to music. Which is fucking dumb. It's not. My Who brain stops listening to music? Th- the way my brain works is that I, in order to listen to a new song, because I'm, I play the drums, and I've played the drums so long, my brain listens to the drums first, mm-hmm. and I just can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. So then I have to listen to that song again, mm-hmm. and then my brain listens to the guitar and bass. Then i got to listen to it again to hear the full song. So it's almost like work for me to listen to a new song I've never heard before because i got to listen to it three times to actually enjoy it. I don't like that. Especially if it's a song I'm like, eh, this song sucks. Well, if it sucks, I'm... I'm not going to turn it off because some normally someone's saying, hey, I think you'd like this song. I'm not going to go out and look for new music myself, right? Unless it's like, hey, the new Blink-182 song's out. I'm going to listen to it because... Trash. It's okay. Fucking trash. It sounds like Blink-182. They wrote it in 10 minutes, dude. But... Didn't they write every other Blink-182 song? Mm, probably. Ones? So it's Blink-182. They are right. trash still. Mm. I don't like Blink at all. That's for another podcast and another yeah. time. Anyways, what I'm saying is, so I'm going to respect the person who said, hey, you should listen to this, and I'm going to listen to that whole song. If it's shit, I'm still going to be like, well, that's shit, but i got to listen to it three times to get to the shit. I hate it. Get to the shit. I hate it. Anyways, opening weekend, it made $6.8 million mm-hmm. overall. 120.2 million. I was closest. You're closest. Sean. Let's be real, though. <laughs> I was still fucking 1987, that's a lot of money for this type of movie. So if you were to inflate that using inflation On to it. see what it is, I've already done the math oh, for good. you. That is $313.5 million. Three, <laughs> 313 <laughs> mil? That's a lot of money, even if this movie came out today, for what it is. Fifteen million dollars to make it. Shh. Oprah's texting me. It says an Oprah giveaway. I have spam. <laughs> you you get a whale. You get a whale. You get a podcast. You get a podcast. <laughs> Everyone gets podcast. Sorry. So I'm in love with Katie Holmes. Sorry. This movie, uh, for all intents and purposes, was a smashing success. Smashing. <laughs> I was very British. You like that? Smash. Straight up British. Um, maybe. The Queen was on my money. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do now in Canada. The, the, uh, the, uh, I don't know about yours. How much goes out of circulation within the next so many years and then they replace it with the King? Why not just keep her on it? Well, they do. They did, well, because it, it has to have the current sovereign on it. Does it, though? Who made that up? The Queen? Because she was the Queen? So, like, no, I, I'm... It's we can change that shit so, now. Right, we can change. Keep her on it. Fuck it. Rest in peace. Think of all the money it would cost to have to uncirculate all that money to recirculate the new one with the king's face on it. But you know who wants it? The king, obviously. So it's going to happen. Put my fucking face on everything. Who's it didn't the, the people who collect coins be pissed? Oh, well, maybe not, because wouldn't all their coins go up in value mm-hmm. with the queen's face on it? Oh, there's, there's too many to... Anyway. Anyways, Tomatometer... 
Randy already said it, so we're gonna we're gonna go with Randy. What what is the critic score? Eighty one. It's actually eighty. Oh. One Actually it's a load of old shit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> It's a load of old shit. So that's what we're going to call this <laughs> section. The load of old shit. What do we think? that? Yeah. Uh, audience score. Do you know what that was? No, I don't think so. 86. Fuck. Not too bad. Mm, Not good. too bad. What we can guess, I mean, I agree. Yeah. That's what good. we can guess, though, is the IMDB score, the International Movie Database score. So this oh, is, right, is that what that means? And I was yeah. not impressed. Did you just figure that out? No. Or have you known it? I've known that. Why have you never said it before? Because we never guess it. I always say it, so I never explain it. 8.3. 8.3, okay. Do you know what it is, Sean, or do you want to take a guess? I do, yeah. No, I know what it is because I remember seeing it was and being like, are you kidding me? That is ridiculously low. It's like 7.3 or something like that, isn't it? It's quite low. 7.6. Fuck. <clears throat> it's a fluid number, too, so like if you saw it last week, it could have changed till today. Yeah. Because I can get on there and be like, <laughs> better. <laughs> Fucker. Right. This movie's awesome. 17,000 out of 10. Who was your favorite character, Randy? Fuck. You know how many, I've done this podcast <laughs> so many weeks. I don't know. And I never these think questions. Of it while I watch it. Maybe can, you need a cheat sheet in front of you so you I can I shouldn't just write it down while I'm watching it. Well, no, what I'll do is I'll come up with a a, a, a like a, if you were in school, right? A, a sheet in mm -hmm. which it has these questions on. And you'll print out one for each movie, yeah, and you'll right write the movie it. name on I the top, that, and then you'll be watching it. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is we yeah, should oh, do that. You should do that. Oh yeah, I should do that. <laughs> not me, not we, me. Right. I got it. Um, let's just go ahead with Riggs. Riggs. He was uh he wasn't crazy, but he was. But he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's uh, he was just fucking great to watch. You know, I, I'm not a big Mel Gibson fan. He I like the played... road. Go ahead, sorry, sorry. Oh, I, I, no. I like the road Road Warrior. I like okay. I like the first two movies. Uh, Thunderdome Beyond is it Beyond Thunderdome? The third one with Tina Turner. Well, it's enjoyable to watch and entertaining. It's not a good movie, and I he just like he's hamming it up in that movie. So to me, I'm like uh, whatever. Um, but anything since then, I've I'm just like ah, Mel Gibson's in this. I like What Women Want. That's Did you a know he was movie. in Daddy's Home too? Yes, I did. He's, he's the dad. I didn't know that was him. Oh, okay. I never thought of older actors until I started doing this podcast. So it was all the new actors Is, I knew, none of the old ones. That's why so we had the okay. whole thing with Indiana Jones. I got you. Whatever the fuck his name is. I already don't know it. Put some respect Harrison on Harrison Ford's <laughs> name, please. <laughs> Whoever the fuck that guy is. Um, the, he is a carpenter, yeah, I, sir. I, I, I watched that yeah. Mel Gibson, I think. He was. He did he was Soldiers, which was uh, a depiction of the Battle of... Uh, Valley in Vietnam, which they actually talk about in this. They do, and it, there's a cool uh, fun fact about that. And he was in a movie in which the battle is partaken in. Um, what the fuck is that movie? The Thin Red Line? We were soldiers. We, we were, were soldiers. soldiers, thank you. Plays Colonel Alma, um, based on the book by same Colonel. Yeah. There's, there's one part of that movie that's seared into my brain, and I'm... You might know, know what it is. is. He knows what it is. So they pick this dude up off the ground who mm. is just engulfed in flames. And as they grab his legs, they melt away as he's pulling him. That's disgusting. So like his skin and his fucking muscles just <laughs> all the way down his bones. Like it's fucking, uh, we were soldiers. Okay. It's wild. It's a, obviously it's a war movie. Yeah. So it depicts certain things. Have you ever seen Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. Okay. So. Oh God. 
more gory, obviously, than Saving Private Ryan, but I still feel like Saving Private Ryan is the most realistic depiction of war because of just emotional stuff. Like the part where uh, the medic's getting, well, not getting murdered, but dying, and he's like, you know, reaching out for his mom. Or the part where the dude gets fucking stabbed in the chest, and he's like, don't, 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 don't. You know what I mean? Like, and, oh, it's so, even now, like, thinking about it, I I, I don't want to watch that. Movie. I, can see movie I can't watch that film. That I can't watch those yeah, parts. I reviewed it, and I can't watch it. Yeah, I will watch the movie, but I will either skip those parts or just, like, la, 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 through it. I haven't seen the movie in years. It's really good. Did you know in that scene he's got an injury on his hand, the Jewish-American guy? That's the... how the German gets the upper hand on him. Yes, because earlier um, in the movie he gets, uh, like, shrapnel or something, or something happens to his hand. Yeah, I got I got you. I remember that. That makes sense. But Vin Diesel's in it. What? Yeah. He's the guy who gets shot on the piano. Really? That's mm-hmm. why we can't take fucking children. Exactly. It's all about family. Oh my god, it's all about family. Holy shit, it comes back. back It all comes back. Full fucking circle. He's just like, I'm trying to get the kids. (laughs) Family. She reminds me of my niece, sir. God damn. Oh, that bloody film. His car out in the parking lot was probably a fucking charger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He flipped it a couple times. (laughs) You know he was in a Street uh, Sharks commercial? A what? Do you know what Street Sharks are? No. Please look Shoes? No, it's a toy, and it was a uh, it was a cartoon show back in the early '90s or maybe late '80s. But I remember having a bunch of Street Shark toys. But he was in one of the commercials, like playing with the toys and stuff. It's pretty. It's super fucking. Oh, 90s. these fucking dudes! As, yeah. as a kid, right? As a kid, he was a kid. But he doesn't look like one because he just looks like Vin, Di- Vin Diesel. He's still. I fuck. He's <laughs> bald there too. I think. Fuck. <laughs> or he's got like so a just like thirty year old Vin Diesel with these kids toys. Like, right. What are you doing? That. Okay, I'm glad. On the fucking slide, man. Yeah, I'm glad you actually know that. I forgot about that. Okay, I was gonna say there's there's no reason that you wouldn't have known mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you're young, but everybody knows Street Sharks, bro. You remember Gargoyles? Yeah. Yeah. That yes. was a good show. Yeah. Great show because it had a lot of mature themes in that. Even I'm gonna say this: my one of my favorite cartoon shows of all time is the Batman animated series. Uh, really oh yeah absolutely goes into some very deep things that's the show that uh brought harley quinn to life there wasn't a harley quinn until that show well, they haven't done it justice since i definitely agree to that also mark hamill is the joker i will fight anybody to the death about that um other people have done the joker and done great jobs to them but mark hamill is the joker to me i've got a recommendation for you do you know the original Chucky films? Yes. Did a remake of Chucky, I think, sometime in the 2010s. I want to say 2030. It wasn't long ago. And Mark Hamill voices Chucky. Yep. And it's unbelievable. I So it's on my list to watch. Um, I remember when it came out and I was going to see it and then something happened. Uh, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember like I was about to buy a ticket. And he's like, oh, no, we're doing this. I think, I think we might have got it. Well, not with you. I think my band at the time got a show that night, and I was like, oh, all right, I guess I'm not going to see this, and then I completely forgot about it. But, uh, yeah, I've heard really good things. I've also heard really good things about the TV show. Uh, the Chucky TV show is like... Is it a TV good. show? It's on sci-fi, and they're, like, l- letting them, like, you can... Fucking do whatever kill, you want. Fucking kill people. Like, yeah. show it all. Yeah, so... Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it should be. I'm going to say one recommendation, and I say it to everybody. Ash vs. Evil Dead, if you haven't watched it yet, watched it. 
Get the fuck on it. It's Halloween. I've only just watched the first Evil Dead. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh, I loved it. So did you watch the original Evil Dead movie? The original original Evil Dead. Not on my podcast. It's on Film Vloggers. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, It was was great. But then the host had an absolute disaster because he's away traveling the world. and He's like, it cut off. For me and the guest had to record something afterwards, so he's going to splice it. Nice, nice. Anyways, watch Evil Dead Two when you can. Uh, just do it. Um, oh, I've already got it down on my list to do with somebody. Oh, okay, perfect. Because the good thing about Evil Dead Two, and I'm sure you've read about it already, it's the same movie, but they did it with a bigger budget. I've heard it's better than the original. It's way, someone said it's better, it, so. Yeah, it's ob- it's way better because again, like I said, they they made the first movie with no money. They were students at that point, and uh, you know it got cult classic status. And people were like, hey, fuck, here's money, make make it again, but better. And they did, and it's good. It's really good. What's next, Steve? Who is your favorite character, Sean? Oh, um, a bit of an unusual one. I'm gonna go just for the one scene. I'm going to go with the kind of the third cop guy. I don't think has a name that works with Riggs and Murta. And he's the guy when they ring up and they're trying to the, the mm, yeah. tell him the bad guy that, oh, uh, he's like, uh, hey, it's so-and-so from Homicide. He's like, well, uh, I'm just asking, we had a shot earlier. And he's like, yes, uh, he was, uh, you know, Riggs shot and killed. And the guy's like, okay, thank you. And he's like, who is this? And it's like so bad. Then yeah. he puts the phone down and he just does this face. And this is terrible for a podcast, but he's just like, yeah. yeah. As if smiles. like, yeah, I got him. I've yeah. nailed that. The only and- thing I will break away with from that is if these guys are mercenaries and are like all this technology and stuff, wouldn't they have had a, a scanner and wouldn't they have been listening to the scanners to see if a cop was murdered or like requesting cop shot, you know, officer down? Wouldn't they have been listening to that instead of calling the fucking police thing? Like, hey, we're, yeah. we're, 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 uh, we're, 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 somebody, we're, 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 they would have been, I mean, every cop has one in their car, so why wouldn't you... And a lot of them had them in, a, in their homes, too. Right. I know a lot of people here that have them in their homes, and they listen to scanners all day just to hear That's what's what going on. That's what I used to on. do at my uh, grandparents' house. Just go. listen to it. Yeah. I have a couple... Uh, fr- my, my parents have a couple friends who have it, and they just listen to it because their husbands were volunteer fire department uh, firemen. So once they passed away, they just kind of keep it just for comfort, yeah. you know? Kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. My uh, favorite that character... Yeah, my sorry, not to cut you off there, Sean. Uh, my favorite character is gonna be Murtaugh, uh, and it's it's based off of this movie and the in the following movies. I know it's not fair to do that, but watching this movie and him being too old for this shit, and this is the first movie, and knowing there's three more, and possibly they're making another one. Are they? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Probably. He has been too old for this shit. For Since fucking 30 years. <laughs> it's great. I think great. Saw, Saw was a bit of an audition tape for him, wasn't it? He's, yeah. he's partnered up with somebody. That was definitely a bit of an audition tape. Like, I can still do this. <laughs> I can still do this. Now, he wasn't 50 years old when they filmed this. He was like 41 or something, or 40. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that does make it okay. Boy, has some grays for being 40. I mean, that could have been added. Uh, put, a little, right. put a little Just for Men in there. Right. Grow some gray. Yeah. Or... Maybe he had some grays because he had some shit I got to do grays. with him. There you go. I got grays and I have no care in the world. You got no hair. But the hair I have is turning gray. <laughs> <laughs> the little bit. It's on the sides. It's on the sides. Oh, okay. It is. Look, I, 
Is there? Is I got there? some. I just shave it all off. But no, Murtaugh is just great in this movie because he feels very grounded. You know what I mean? For a movie like this where you have Mel Gibson who's playing this like, he's not over the top, but he's definitely larger than life. You know what I mean? Like Murtaugh fucking shoots that fucking, uh, the target, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, what you gonna learn, boy? Like, look at this, I got him. And he's like, right, he fucking puts it all the way down and then makes a goddamn smiley face out of his bullet. Which that one (laughs) kind of threw me off. He only shot six rounds. I, I, there was it, seven, it's, in, the, it's seven funny. in the smiley face. I counted two today. I, yep. I watched it. I was like, oh, dude, you're wrong. Nope. You're wrong. But again, the nose was his. Was yeah, Martos. but you had two eyes and you had five underneath. Exactly. I was like, hmm. Yep. It's a movie. It. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. Everything about Murtaugh, I just, even though he's an, he's an old African-American man with four kids or three kids or whatever with a family and a broken ass house that they're trying to remodel, I, I sympathize with him. They really had a remodel at the end. Just that wait sucked. till the next movie. Oh, it gets even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Donald. Donald. Danny. You can empathize with anybody. Anybody. Oh, no, for sure. Anybody. Yeah. yeah, anybody. I just, I felt his struggles. You know what I mean? Like, and you, <laughs> you, you so for personal whatever, my wife cooks very good. Very. Very good. Very well. But when he's outside and he's just like talking to Mel Gibson, like, did you like it? And he's just like, no. <laughs> no. I was like, all right, that's good. And then they bring the call back again at the end, like, why don't yeah. you come in and so I don't have to fucking suffer alone yep. through this. I was like, man, that, that's that's some good shit you right there. You don't have to worry about that. Because Tiffany no, I don't. can cook the shit out of some food. There's been some off meals. <laughs> no, there hasn't. Brave man. Brave son. <laughs> in about a week, I'm going to be stabbed. And you'll know why. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not saying it's things that she would like that is cooked very well that I'm just like, mm, not for me, bro. Oh, uh, okay. So they're good. I'm sure it's fucking delicious. It's probably really good. For her. But for her, yeah. right? Like, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Eh, not for me. Yeah. Give me a pizza. I was like, some. I like she made something pizza. one day when I was over here. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll eat it. Because it, I'm, I'm sure it was very delicious, sure. but it, I just didn't like the what food. What was it? It was some vegetable. Oh, I don't eat vegetables. Oh, like there vegetables. you go then. Yeah. yeah. What are vegetables? Are they oh, good disgusting. for you? Disgusting. Ew. Nailed YOLO. All right, favorite part or scene, Randall? Fuck me in the ass. Oh, when he jumps off the building with the uh, <laughs> with the other up there? Yeah. yeah. See, that was and quick. You got funny. it. That was good. I was right? like, oh, shit. And it definitely shows him being like unhinged and like, fuck him. Like, look. Hey, let you me want to die? For you. Right. I thought, right. We're going down. You want to jump? All right, let's jump. I want to die. You want to <laughs> die? Let's fucking go. <laughs> The guy's like, no, no, I don't. I that's don't. when I started. That's that was when I texted him. I was like, I love this movie. Yeah, it's when he did that. Like, well, even yeah. so, go before that, right? Where he's literally, well, before he actually puts a gun in his mouth, he's doing it in that opening scene. Like, you know, just fucking kill me, just fucking kill me, shoot yeah. me, shoot me right now. Like, you're not gonna do it. Like, yeah. I'm calling your bluff. Like, you can only do that if you are unhinged and want to die. And at the end, well, where him saying he wasn't crazy and he, you know, he's giving him the bullet back and everything, obviously, I like that part. I like it too because now it shows he he found something to live for. He yep. goes back to his wife's grave, which is good, and it's having a partner. You know what I yep. mean? That you can count on and trust and be cool with. And again, watch the next three movies. I'm going to because they're really good. Oh, and they're they, on your they are. You I, 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 right I download all of them. Right. Cool. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, eh, eh, eh. yeah, all right. Because <laughs> the fourth movie is my favorite in this series. Uh, not because it came out yeah. late 90s. It's just, I like Jet Li. Jet Li's in it. He's my boy. Gotta, gotta represent late 90s, right? 
You weren't around then. I, I was. You I was in, just too young. You weren't in the scene. You were Whatever. barely in the scene. Shut up. Late 90s, I was old. You're was 33. 34. Sean, what was your favorite scene in this movie? <laughs> you could know. <laughs> um, mine was the the scene after the jump. Scene after the landing. Oh, when the they the, uh, when they went to the bank while he was painting it. Yeah, the everything, the you know, the everything ghost or, and they have this this brilliant scene where they're just facing off, and he's like, "Right, are you, are you, are you fucking mad? I'm nuts or Like, are you unhinged? What's going on?" And I just I thought that scene was brilliant. I think there's undertones in this film that you're quite aware of sometimes, but it surprised me for an 80s film in that it's got this really quite interesting look at, at kind of, of at men and their emotions and how the guy at the beginning, I think he was my favorite character, is like, I'm an 80s guy, I cried in bed last night. Yeah, that was and funny. Like, it, by myself, woman, too. No, alone. Why do you think I cried? Um, yeah. And, and they have this really strange thing all the way along, and you see kind of shadows of what Men were like, you know, where the psychiatrist is kind of saying, this guy's unhinged, this is not safe to have him out there. And the guy's like, excuse me. And the, the, he doesn't say honey, but I'm sure, he, I imagined he did. It's like, excuse me, honey. And he like points at the men in the sign. And he's like, he just shuts the door in her face. So I like the fact there was this look at that. Maybe I read into it too much, but I enjoyed it. No, you did. No, I mean, the movie itself, to me, is deeper than you think it would be. You on the surface, a lethal weapon, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover. Like you're, you're thinking this is going to be this almost diehard, right? Which it kind of is, uh, but it it goes deeper into like you said, depression or um, suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. And him acting out because he's suicidal, right? Like, would he have done that drug bust in the beginning if he was that suicidal? No, you know what I mean. Like he wouldn't have got through that. He wouldn't have busted those guys. Uh, the scene in which you talked about, right, where he's just jumping off the building with a guy. If he wasn't suicidal, would he have done that? It, so was that... He says, what? I controlled the dive. This is the argument he's got later on when he's in, he's in the bank and he's arguing with, with uh, Murtagh. He says, do you know the reason why I didn't shoot myself? In the scene we see, no, I didn't shoot myself. And you're going to laugh. I didn't do it because of the job, the job. And you think it's a brilliant reactor by them both. Mel Gibson absolutely kills it. And um, you're watching it thinking... That's the only thing keeping you alive. The fact that you like you love your job, you be good at it. And as the film goes on, you find out more about his his ex special forces. Well, and it, another thing was, like yeah. the tones of Vietnam and the effects that it's had on you know what you would look at as older men, you know, especially the villain and the other guy, you know, Gary Busey and all the other people. You you would just see as oh they're just evil, or they're just drug runners or drug dealers. But actually, I mean, yeah, they are. But uh, they're they're all damaged. Like a damaged generation, which I thought I wasn't expecting to find anything like that in this film. So that was quite cool. That's a great point. Like you're looking at people, they're all talking about the war and what they've done after it, right? And like what they've turned into as their lives. Like you have all these people who, like you said, are damaged from that war and having to pick up the pieces of their lives or, or their emotional state and like go, okay, what do I do? And you have a fucking general that even Mel Gibson's character knows once he gets caught by him, like, well, yo, well, this is going to be fucked up that I'm going to, you know, take you down, like, whatever. But you're seeing what these people had to go through and change and just to, to be life. And you're right. Like, why would this movie be that deep? It shouldn't be. Yeah. But Vietnam's only, only ended only 12 years before the, before 
the time of the film. So, you know, guys who would have been you know, late 20s, 30s would then be like 40s around that age. So it makes sense. Right. You know, a lot yeah. of just were a lot younger, but it makes sense. Yeah. No. And to me, that's what makes this movie stand out from any other generic you know, kind of action, buddy comedy, whatever here. Also, what did you have before this for buddy comedies? Or not comedies, buddy buddy action movies, right? Not a lot. So did this start that buddy cop kind of thing where... What was before this? Not much. There were some TV shows, sure, but there wasn't anything like crazy good movie-wise that were buddy cop. Um, this, to me, is the staple for it. Uh, and how many other movies came out because of this? No. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot, sir. An absolute lot, sir. Um, Yeah, there was a lot that came out, I think. Um, And it's funny you mentioned about Die Hard. I was wondering why it sounded so similar to the music, and then realized it's by the same guy. Same guy. Yep. Yeah, Michael Kamen. Oh, here's the thing I was thinking right at the beginning. Why does nobody ever argue, is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie or not? I was going to get to that. So... You're right. Sorry. Everybody goes, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No, it's not. Is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? The same things or the same tropes that you can say where people say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. They talk about Christmas. They're at a fucking Christmas party, right? Just because... In Die Hard. In Die Hard. Yeah. Just okay, because... Fucking California. Just because Santa Claus is not there and it's not about Santa Claus and getting presents doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. This movie specifically happens around Christmas. There's multiple references to it being Christmas Day at one point. You know what I mean? And presents are shared. You can go in the house with a Christmas tree. The guy takes the note off the Christmas tree at the end. They're both Christmas movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Action Christmas movie, yeah. And there are presents in, presents in Die Hard. He gets a machine gun. Okay, you're absolutely right. Atame guys. Sorry, no. Um, yeah. My favorite part is what you said, the, the him jumping off the roof with that guy, because like we talked about, it shows him being so unhinged that he'll do anything to finish the job or get the guy or do whatever. You know what I mean? Like when they finally say, he's got my daughter, he's like, let's fucking kill these guys. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. What did that note say? Uh, your daughter looks it's something about your we have your daughter we she looks nice or something oh the other one you mean the other one there's another note like the first one say something like your daughter looks pretty naked or something is that what it said yeah I would have lost my shit too yeah I think so yeah he's that that bit where Murtaugh's just like he's like uh, when you know when he shoots the the guy's trying to drive away shoots him and I say something before that and I'm just like oh you you don't fuck with him now you you have made him uh, yeah. such yeah. an adversary. It's unbelievable. Which oh, was fuck great. me, daddy. <laughs> Which was great. Uh, all right, do we have any what-the-fuck moments in this movie? Yes, I'm adding a new question here. Um, shit. Outside of the fact that Randy hasn't seen loads of films? <laughs> That's a what-the-fuck moment. Yeah, okay. Uh, but you, specifically you, in Lethal Weapon, do you have any movies where you're like, what the fuck? I don't... I have you know what I did like, though? Yep. I've forgotten to mention. The eggnog. You know when the guy gets shot? And he's holding Just eggnog? Is there a big stack of eggnog? That's my what-the-fuck moment. You watch that scene back. There's a big stack of, like, eight eggnog, eggnog. cartons. 
and he you wasn't know, he drinking these, any in that scene, right? And then all of a sudden, he turns around and gets shot, and he's holding the eggnog, and it no, goes no, through he, does, it. he is drinking it. He does drink it a bit. He's talking to him, and he's talking. That's what I loved. He's talking really nonchalantly about, yeah, well, we've just been bringing loads of heroin and all this, and we're in the war, man. Come on. And he, he doesn't say it like that. But he's drinking <laughs> it, and then, yeah, he's shot. Ridiculous. I don't think I do. That's Like I said, I like this. Normally, if I... If I don't like a movie, I'm going to have a what the fuck. Like, why the fuck? Sure. I'm going to have a reason for not liking it. But this one was fucking... It was dope. I have, a, I have a big what the fuck moment, and it happens early in the movie. Okay. It's not the cocaine diving off the, the building. Cocaine it's, titty uh, one? It's not that one. So Danny Glover's bathing... Oh, and what the fuck? Family. Why are the kids yes, in there, dude? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Get the fuck out. And then the, they and saw then his daughter, dick. Yeah, the 100%. older daughter kneels down. She's like, love you, daddy. Kiss right. Yeah, like, and they kiss it. Like, you falls you're around. fucking what naked, you bro. Yo, that wasn't a big bathtub. There wasn't a lot of bubbles going no, on. And the kids his, are way too His huang is just hanging and floating, bro. Yeah. Like, there is no so way. So I did look at it, and there was a sponge just sitting in the water. What? But... You could see past that sponge. You know he's, 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 he's right. Packing. It's in it. Yeah, he's packing. It's Danny. Yeah. He, yeah, look at that man. Yeah, he's got it. Like if the if the kids were like under two, sure, cool, sure, they're not going to know anything. His daughter is old enough to drink. What is she yes. doing in there? And she stayed there longer and said, "You're getting a lot of gray hair." Yeah, but I still love you. Mwah. I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure if she was like a girlfriend or, or I wasn't yeah. sure at the start. At the at beginning, point, yeah. I was so confused. Yeah, yeah. in the beginning, I was like, "Is that his wife?" So he's very young. She's very good young. for her. <laughs> nope, good for him. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's just your daughter looking at you naked while you're sitting in the tub on your birthday. Look, I don't know how families were in the early '80s or late '80s it like shouldn't that. Be like that in in a house. Do you, that go, is do, you guys being... do that though? Do your parents like issue like because that doesn't happen here? What? I mean, like, what, like, if I was when you're girl. older, like don't mean like like because you can't. She kisses him on the lips and I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. That stopped at like well, six. I know some people who like, I'll be out and they'll be like, all right, see you later, kid, in the on the lips. And I'm like, your kid's I mean, you might 12. Do, you might do the cheek with like your grandma. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. Your mom, but, like, but on the lips, nah. Yeah. Nah. I don't yeah, care who yeah, you yeah, are. No. I'm, I'm not, weird let's just get it right. I'm not saying it's like an inappropriate kiss or like that because it isn't. But I, I was just wondering if the societal norms were different over there. Nope. Yeah, it's the same. Because I remember the last time I did, and that was the last time I did. Well, depending on where you are in the country, uh, cousins kiss all the time. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe where we are. (laughs) I know somebody who's married to their second cousin. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's legal. It is. Yeah, it is legal. It's legal. Yeah. Doesn't make it right. Are they blood? I don't care. Doesn't make it right. Are you blood, though? Is second cousin blood? Like it would, it would second depend. cousin is your cousin having a kid, right? Yeah. So your blood, that's nasty. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Get a divorce. Stop it. So, for our How Have You Not Seen This episode, we have two questions. Okay. Number one, why have you not seen this yet? Which we might have touched on already, but we'll I get back never, to it. Older movies I just don't go to. Okay. I go to the new ones that I've seen before, and I'm like, yep, I want to watch it again. So there's, there's no movie that, if you weren't on this podcast, somebody said, hey, bro, have you seen this? You should see it. And you're like, meh. Probably not. That's why I like doing this podcast, because it okay. makes me watch movies that I, I wouldn't you. normally watch. I got you. Okay, so uh, I, I I feel you now. I'm and it makes getting culture. It makes, yeah, it makes more sense why you haven't seen certain movies. And I get it. Like, there's movies that came out 
before my time that I don't want to fucking watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if people are like, well, it's it's a classic. You need to see Casablanca. And I'm going to say. Probably fucking not, bro. No, I'm good. And I don't know if you, like, this, this, doing more movies that I've never seen makes me talk about more. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the first couple episodes. Oh, I didn't fucking say shit. He went, hi, I'm Randy. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I watched this movie. <laughs> it was, it was okay. And now I'm like, yeah, we're here. Yeah. Unless Tara's here and she takes up the whole time of talking. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's cool. What? <laughs> Anyways, so, Sean, why have you not seen this movie yet? I honestly don't know, because it's like a film that you would have thought I'd seen. It's the kind of film my dad would have done when we were kids. I probably have seen it, you know, it's probably in the background when I was younger, and I just probably haven't taken it in. It felt a little similar, it's uh, not similar, Jesus, a little familiar at times, but I couldn't remember it. Because I love, I love Mel Gibson, like, his, his acting, I love uh, Danny Glover. I just, I just don't know why I haven't seen them. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those movies where if you haven't seen it, you're not going to go out of your way to see it because every other movie that came out after it that's like this has taken ideas or tropes from it. So you have seen this movie. But no, you know? I'm definitely going to see two, three, and four. Oh, yeah. You yeah, need to I because to. they get better, yeah. way better. They introduce more characters that make it better. Like, yeah. uh, it's so good. I can't wait. Chris Rock is in the fourth movie. What? Yeah. I fucking love Chris Rock. Joe Pesci shows oh, up sometimes. Right. He hasn't too. that shit in a while, has he? Oh, what's your Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci's awesome. Who's that? What is his name? You've seen Home Alone. Oh my yes? good god! Okay, the cop or the one of the wet bandits, the smaller wet bandit. The guy gets the blowtorch to the head. I don't remember that part. I'm sorry, okay, I don't. you know who the wet bandits are? The yeah, the two guys that are trying to get Kevin. Yeah. Okay, he's the shorter one. Okay. He's the one the who, guy gets who gets hand burned on the door handle. Right, he gets the M on his hand because he tries to open the door handle. How cool. many times have you seen Home Alone? Like one once. time? You don't yeah. watch it? Uh, it's on TV fucking every day I during don't Christmas. Have TV. It's on everything. I have a TV. I don't have TV. I you, don't you have don't, dish. I don't have you don't cable. Have, okay, I got you. It's on Disney Plus, bro. Again, oh, I'm going to watch that. Not a movie I'm going to go out of my way to watch. Okay, well, uh, cultural differences, let's say. Sure. Sure. Because that's a, a, a Christmas staple that I'm watching every year around Christmas. See, mine's Elf. And Die Hard. Oh, maybe yeah, that's overrated. Yeah, I hate, I right. hate Elf. We're not going to get into that because we'll be here for another fucking Can't hour. Fucking because wait for Christmas Elf time. is... Brr, 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 brr. <laughs> anyway, keep Fuck going. you. Yep, keep All going. right. Did it live up to the hype? Uh, apparently. Because I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, I thought it was great. It, it, my expectations were like kind of here and it was way up there. And that's good too, right? Like you come in with an expectation of, yeah, it's probably okay. And then you watch it and you're like, oh. Honestly, out of all the movies you baby watch, I think this is my favorite one. You you say that like a bad thing. A lot of them (laughs) was a bad thing. But most of them aren't the ones I'm making you watch. The thing is, is a cult classic. Fucking trash. Sure. Is a cult classic. I think it's, I don't think it's, I mean, it's a cult classic, yeah, but I think it's, it's a hell of a good action film. The stories, the characters are great, the performances are great, the action scenes are great. It's fantastically well paced, which is not a problem some action films have. You know, they lull a bit, or they don't, you know, they don't give you enough. I thought it was brilliant. It's like one of these films I watch and I literally go, oh, God, I wish they made film. Now. Which movie are you talking it's about? My main... You're talking about Lethal Weapon. Okay. 
I was going to say. Was gonna say. Thing, He's talking about the thing. Like, right, your, fucking, your, your opinion's fucking, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but Sean is absolutely right. They don't make movies like this anymore. There's no yeah. movie that you're coming in for a wholesome, but like a good fight scene that like looks real. Because let's be real. Okay. It looks real. Let's be real. Look at this guy. Movie fight yeah. scenes are so over choreographed that they look fake, right? I love Shang-Chi, but the end fight scene in that movie can fuck off. It's too it's remember. too good. Exactly. You don't remember it. But a movie like this where it's a gritty uh, they live that fight scene. What do you remember of that movie? The fight scene, right? They're yeah. fucking beating the shit it's out of five each other. Minutes straight. Right. I want a realistic fight scene. I don't want to oh my god, these guys are so good at martial arts. They probably been practicing since they were a fetus like i don't want that i want a real <laughs> gritty fucking people are beating the shit out of each other taking elbows to the face and like yeah, let me take this tooth out because i don't need it anymore let's fight stab you with it right like i want that and this movie definitely gives me that yeah um and the fact he uses like an actual that? fucking triangle hold to choke him out too at the end like it's great it's great what were you gonna say sean i was just thinking what did you think of the bond identity fights in that did Think, I thought they were quite great. The first two, yes. Um, the last, yeah. the last one, it, it suffered from the same thing that I'm talking about, where it seems like they were getting too like choreographed and too. Oh, I'm so good at this that Which no movies? one. Could, the board ultimatum, born oh. identity. Uh, what was the supremacy? Supremacy. supremacy. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, there was one movie that came out um, with Jeremy Renner taking over, which wasn't bad. Identity. Born identity. Um, or just Jeremy identity Renner. was called. Yeah, and people. They didn't like it. I don't know if it just didn't make any money or what, but I, I, I liked it. It oh, was I'm... quite forget. It was a bit forgettable. I don't remember yeah, anything it, it, about it, it. Yeah, it didn't from... do anything different than the other movies did. But what, it was just one, one fight of those scene. Run, isn't it? Sorry, uh, Steve. There's one fight scene it, between two houses that have got like a gap of about that much to fight in. Tell front door. Yeah, it's the only back I remember. Yeah, no. So it's all good. All right, we're gonna get to the fun facts of the week here. Give me a second. I know you can't hear it. Jackie Swan Swanson performed the high fall on her own in the beginning of the movie. Trained by legendary stuntman Dar Robinson, also the stunt was done using an airbag covered with a life-size painting of the driveway and cars, which, like a foreground miniature, visually blends into the real scenes, thus the editor is able to hold the shot as she is going to make contact with the airbag to make a greater realistic shot. The opening scene? The opening scene, that person falling, I thought was a dummy. It's real. Good for her. Did you notice her blink? Say that again? She blinks when she's on top of the car. Did you notice that? I did not. I was looking over the place. I was looking at titty. I was looking... I was looking for more crazy shit is what I was doing. I don't know what that says about, about me and you. You're looking at the, you know, the baps. I was looking at the eyes. But no, maybe it's just, you know. Good, good for you, Sean. Looking, looking at nice things here. Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis considered for each other's roles in Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. And both movies were produced by Joel Silver with music by Michael Kamen. Willis was offered the role of Martin Riggs, but turned it down, and a year later he did Die Hard, where Gibson was considered to play John McClane. Coincidentally, the script for Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third Die Hard, was briefly considered to be a film as a lethal weapon sequel. Yeah. That's fucking wild. I mean, it is the same fucking movie. Pretty much. Yeah, they are yeah. very similar. Except John McClane's on his own. 
Except in the third you, movie, he's not. He's got a black uh, friend who's the same. Yeah. Same oh, old Jackson. Write, no, they didn't write Berta with any ethnicity in mind. They did not. No, but by the time the third movie would have came around, or Die Hard with a Vengeance being the third movie, obviously, well, five, yeah. yeah, it might have been. Mm, so it does. I mean, it is literally a fucking lethal weapon it's movie a, when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Until you bring in the fact that the main bad guy is brothers with the bad guy from the first movie. So, if so facto, they're not the same. It's the facto. Sorry, did did you notice that. who um, did the musical alongside Michael Kamen for this, Steve? No. He's a musician, you should have noticed. Eric Clapton of the Rolling Stones. The music with Michael Kamen for this. You say Eric Clapton of the Rolling Stones or Eric Clapton and the Rolling Stones? Of the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones is band. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I, th- I thought everybody knew, no, but never mind. I thought the Rolling Stones were worldwide. Apparently. I mean, we know the Rolling Stones, but I, did, I didn't know that didn't they know, were. You don't know Eric Clapton? Yeah, I know who Eric Clapton is. Oh, he wasn't okay. in the Rolling he did, Stones. He, you know, he did the he did the first music with Michael Kamen. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Last fun fact: Roger Ebert played a huge role in the film's success. When he and Gene Siskel reviewed it on their TV show, Ebert raved about it. Said the film thrilled me from beginning to end and said it was both a great action film and a well-written drama. Well-written drama. (laughs) He later gave it four stars in a written review as well. Fans who had not been that aware of the film, which was released to limited fanfare uh, in the spring of 1987, went to see it after Ebert's rave and soon widely agreed that it was great. The film? Yes. Yeah. Well, again, so if nobody's going to see it and no one's saying, hey, this is really good, you need to see it, no one's going to go see it. But at the time, what do you, you know, TV shows, newspapers, whatnot, saying, hey, yo, this is good, fucking see it. People are like, all right, I'll give it a chance. And then word of mouth spreads, and that's why that 6.8 open weekend kind of like, hmm. But then, Mm. yeah. 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 I I think it's different now. I think think people can read the reviews and think, it might be paid for, and but then when your friends say, "Have you seen this? This is damn good." And you go, yeah, there, there's go. yeah, there's definitely a different culture nowadays where people are like, "I'm not listening to a reviewer. I'm going to go see it myself." Like, I don't trust this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. All right, final decisions out of ten. What would we give Lethal Weapon, Randy? Good eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight point five. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on it? I mean, I mean like I said, it opened with cocaine and titties. Okay. It's good. Good opening. Mel Gibson was great. The fucking movie. Yep. Loved it. Loved that, his character. Loved his everything hair, he did. Flowing. Hair was fucking perfect. Great. Uh, Danny Glover. Great. Also very good. Get to get old old shit. Yep. And get that shit off my lawn. Get that shit off my lawn. It's a fucking good movie. Yeah. You're right. Sean, what would you give this out of ten? Uh, you know what? I don't think it could be better. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it could be any better. Which, which is, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Nine oh, out of ten. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's got underto- undertones of like all these damaged characters. The action scenes are brilliant. The pacing is brilliant. The performance is brilliant. Yes, there's a couple of lines here and there that are of the time and might be a little bit, you know, they're like a bit like, oh, you wouldn't get away with that now. But that's just such so insignificant. It doesn't really yeah, doesn't come right. up. But yeah, gotcha. just just a great kind of just a great film. Great. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm going to give this movie, and don't take this the wrong way, a 7.5. You're a piece of shit. Hold on. Let me explain. It's because the next movies that come in this series, I enjoy more. We're not fucking talking about those movies. I know that. But because of those movies and knowing those movies, 
I give those movies a little bit more than this movie. But I don't want to, like, say a 7.5 is bad. A 7.5 is not bad on my fucking scale. 7.5 is actually pretty good. Your writing sucks. My writing? Your you rating. Write, you no, rate these rating. balls, bro. <laughs> 7.5 out of 10. I think this is a great movie. Like Sean said, it delves deep into certain, like, uh, just stuff that no movie really goes into anymore with the, the suicide and the depression and uh, the, what we talked about, about people from Vietnam not knowing where to go or what to do with their lives and or different. Rough. Yeah, like it's fucking, it's wild what this movie kind of delves into. Now, the subs, you know, the movies that come after that, the Subsequent, sequels. Is that the word you were That was for? the word I was looking I for. You. Thank you. Uh, don't go as deep as that. Um, they're more surface level bullshit, but they're more entertaining because of that. I don't think you get Rush Hour without these movies, and I fucking love, Rush, love Hour. Rush Hour. So that's One, two, why. And three. Yeah. So that's why four to me is great because four was competing with Rush Hour. Mm. So. Was there three or one? I think it was, it was either one, one or two. I can't. One. I can't remember yeah. which one it was. But yeah, it, it, so those movies are are definitely top tier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, Lee, like it's the best. Come on. So seven point five out of ten. I want to give it more, but I can't because of those the sequels. Okay. okay. Uh, but again, seven point five is still good. Okay. So. Wrapping it up, you can write that down. I'd appreciate that. Gotcha. Wrapping it up, thanks, Sean, for coming on for another episode here of How Have You Not Seen This? Uh, I do appreciate you coming out here again. If you want to give another quick rundown of where to find you and where to look for you for your stuff, go ahead. Yes, I uh, I stand on street corners and shout out my opinion. Random uh, random English for no, I, uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at yourself review, or you can also find me on Instagram. It's <laughs> review yourself. Podcast 2021. I like it. 2021. We're in getting to 2023 here. So, all right. Yeah, just past the year. Just past the year. Good for you. Uh, I heard you were going to be doing a special episode coming up for like a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> with a whole bunch of people. Or is that not happening? Um, it was somebody suggested that because I tagged basically my kind of main collaborators of, of which you were in there. And somebody jokingly said, I think it was Luke. Okay. Um, said, oh, um, why don't you get everybody together? And I thought, oh my good god, yeah. do you know what? I would, but I think it would be an absolute shit show. I, I, I because there'd be too many people talking. I tried to do, do you not know what shit show is. Oh, I know what shit show is. Oh, yeah, shit show is here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it work. I tried to do something for the year and have loads of like clips of s, but sometimes it's difficult because people are busy and stuff. So yeah, too short. Um, I've got some thoughts. You know me. I've got a cheeky little sad series on the go. So there's always, there's always something new coming. He's got some thoughts. I like it. Well, anyways, thanks again for being on for this episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. If you want to find us, uh, if you do enjoy this, you can find us where, Randy? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or you can go to www. Decisionreel.com. You got gotcha. it. Find us there. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. But we are at the Decision Reel. Uh, thanks again yes. for listening and have a good one, people. Goodbye.